Hello, my name is Claire and welcome to Eco-Friendly. Today's episode on our environmental awareness podcast will be focused on my beautiful home state, Alaska. Today we are focusing on Alaska's climate change situation and what it can mean for our future. Alaska has warmed twice as fast as the rest of the country and over the past 60 years, Alaska has warmed more than twice as fast as the rest of the United States also. This is greatly affecting our villages, climate, and natural wildlife of Alaska. Today's episode is sponsored by Etsy. Etsy is a great place to buy secondhand items such as reusable bags, metal straws, or any handmade item. Buying secondhand means you'll be keeping plastic out of landfills and less resources used and wasted. Now, what is causing climate change and pollution, and what condition is Alaska in? Alaska feels so big and enduring, you might think climate change couldn't even touch it. But record-breaking temperatures, melting ice, and huge wildfires say different. We are increasingly influencing the climate and the Earth's temperature by burning fossil fuels, cutting down rainforests, and farming livestock which are only some of the main causes. This adds enormous amounts of greenhouse gases to those naturally occurring in the atmosphere, increasing something called the greenhouse effect and global warming. The reality is, in the last 50 years, Alaska has gotten about 2.5 degrees Fahrenheit warmer on average. Alaska is warming much faster than the lower 48 we have experienced especially big departures from the average temperature during the winter and spring months. And if we don't stop burning fossil fuels, the state could see historically unprecedented warming by the end of this century. Sudden rises in temperature and acidification can lead to the loss of marine habitats and species. Shifting ocean currents and warming waters are changing the distribution of fish stocks and altering the structure of ecosystems. The fisheries are huge for Alaska's wealth and economy. Villages are becoming erode and wildfires are becoming a part of our normal Alaskan summer. These are just a few of many problems that are linked to global warming. I've included a clip from a news reporter going over Alaska's changes that inspired me to research about this topic. Climatologist Brian Bretschneider has come to see the damage firsthand to an ice mass that's thousands of years old. This is the warmest month on record, any month, any year for this region. On July 4th, Anchorage set a new record at 90 degrees. Forest fires leave a haze that hangs in the air. Fisheries, a $6 billion industry, are jeopardized. And the ice keeps melting. Alaska as a whole. Climate change creates the perfect conditions for extreme wildfire seasons. Warm weather is arriving sooner and sooner in Alaska, sometimes breaking heat records. Ice and snow are melting earlier in the season, too, leaving plant life to dry out and act as tinder for bigger and more destructive fires. In August of 2019, there is no ice off of Alaska's coastline for 150 miles. None. In fact, the average amount of 
of ice covering the ocean water around Alaska in September has gone down 13% over the last four decades, and climate models show that by 2050, Arctic waters could soon be totally ice-free in the late summer. These changes in sea ice are impacting the lives of Alaskans across the state. A village of about 400 Yupik people call home in southwestern Alaska. With the earth warming, their permafrost village sat on was melting, while rising seas were making rivers erode. The river line and the coastline, on average, 70 feet a year. They had to relocate their village nine miles away. Starting in 2019, Yupik families began making the move to the town's new location. The, lo- the relocation will be completed by 2023. Ukiavik has been hit hard with rising temperatures, where the average temperature is up an astounding 7 degrees Fahrenheit. The Nupiak people have made their lives in Ukiavik, located at the very northern tip of Alaska. But this big change in average temperature means the sea ice is melting. This has impacted their tradition of whaling. Whalers now have to travel further from the shore into more dangerous conditions in order to find the whales they depend on as a food source. Climate change creates the perfect conditions for extreme wildfire seasons. Wildfires in Alaska are expected to get more frequent and the amount of land burned is expected to double upon the middle of the century, maybe even triple by the end of it. Wildfires have serious implications for human health just beyond the immediate extreme danger they present. A professor at the University of Maryland, who is the head of the study, says fine particles released by the fire are one of the greatest health concerns scientists see. So wildfires not only are causing Alaska's land harm, but our health as well. Now what can I do to help? Since the world is trash with pollution, making it sustainable can be a good call. Going eco-friendly also improves your quality of life in terms of mortality, age, diseases, and etc. You might have a better shot at living a quality of life with health if you choose to go eco-friendly. Every little thing we can do to not contribute to climate change is valuable. I have a list of simple things we can do to help protect the earth. Reduce, reuse, and recycle. Cut down on what you throw away. Volunteer. You can volunteer for cleanups in your community. Educate. Spread the word on these issues and maybe even raise awareness. Conserve your water and don't leave tap running for too long. Shop wisely. Buy less plastic and re- and bring a reusable shopping bag. Use long-lasting light bulbs. Energy-effective light bulbs reduce greenhouse emissions. Also, flip off the light switch when you leave the room. Plant a tree. Trees provide oxygen and food. They help save energy. They clean the air and help combat climate change.
increased heat, wildfires, and loss of sea ice has all been linked to climate change. Alaska is being reshaped by climate change. But we can help reshape the narrative about this crisis in our community. It can be as simple as spreading the word, signing up for community cleanups, or even remembering to turn off the light switch when you leave a room. Thank you for tuning in to Eco-Friendly Podcast for this episode. Join me next time on Eco-Friendly for the next episode about littering and pollution in our communities.